And I am the founder of womanifesting.com and the goddess of Paris Miracles and Manifesting Retreat. I am so excited to bring you this divine conversation, which is one in a series of four. You are going to be meeting a sister of mine that I feel like I know and I haven't even met yet. <laughs> but we will get into that later. I, we were going to be sharing in this conversation all about auras and aura readings. This is a conversation that I get a lot, but let me not delay any further. Let's just jump in. Meet Delor meet Doris de la Sar. Doris, did I pronounce your last Hi. name now? Yeah, uh, so I will, depends if you say it in English or in French, but yeah, Doris Delassard, and in French it would be Doris Delessard. Ah, well, that sounds much more magnificent, Doris <laughs> Delessard. <laughs> I'm used to living abroad, and my name is always pronounced in many different ways, and it works, it works anyway. Well, my beautiful goddess sister, I am thrilled about this conversation. Uh, for those of you who are watching, Goddess Doris will be a part of the Goddess of Paris Miracles and Manifesting Retreat 2019. And so before we jump in with Auras, Goddess Doris, you were sharing with me before we started about the timing of me connecting with you and the fact that this is a manifestation retreat. Please share that wonderful story. Okay, I was so um, I was explaining how I was amazed on the timing and the way you contacted me and how you find me because I had been living abroad for 17 years and just returned to France. And I was told through channeling that uh, my work was going to change, but I didn't know how. And about a week before you contacted me, I, you know, I just thought, you know what, it would be great to organize small uh, retreats. So I, I decided to do one in France for two, three days. And then you contacted me. And I was thinking, how are the chances? And usually in my manifestations, since it's all about manifesting, uh, usually people come to me. Sometimes I will do things, but usually it comes. And I was thinking, this is amazing. How can someone from New York who's going to do a, 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 you know, a retreat in Paris and decide to stay right where I am, seeking someone who speaks English? And I was, I was amazed, I was in awe. And since then I've been, planning also and organizing different retreats but that's another subject so it, it was beautiful and the fact that you were gonna do a manifesting retreat which is exactly what was happening to me at that time so thank you thank you Abiola, and thank you for everyone who's gonna come and be part of this manifestation it's a uh, it's amazing to witness thank you so much my beautiful sister i got chills because you know, no matter how long you've been consciously practicing manifestation and being in alignment and tuning in and creating miracles, it's still always fun and surprising and, you know, wild how it all orchestrates, isn't it? Yes, because the even, even when I receive messages, uh, it's always a bit cryptic. You get half, but there's always an element of surprise because you have to do the work you have to put yourself in alignment, as you said. So they'll give you hints and glimpses, 
but then the timing and is there elements that you you have to figure out always always and i think that you know before we start to talk about auras i think that it would be really uh wonderful for you to share how you are able to one of the questions that i get a lot is that people say aviola you talk about intuition and you mm -hmm. talk about receiving guidance and you know hearing that guidance and knowing how to proceed and the number one question around that is people say how do i know the difference between my inner voice and whether it's guidance or whether it's fear or whether it's hope like that they they want to know you know how to discern that can you share about that yes of course because i had that also for a long time um to me it's when it happens it's the level of clarity this this is actually what makes the difference is the moment you do not question if it's coming from you or for someone else uh, the channeling could come in visions, in knowing or in hearing, and sometimes it's just looping in my mind over and over again. Uh, or sometimes I will have the intention in my meditation to go somewhere and I end up going into a complete different direction that I did not intend to. And that's when I know that it's not me creating or trying to find out or trying, you know, wanting to know, to satisfy some kind of insecurity or, or, or fears. Um, I'm just sent into a complete different direction and the scenario plays on its own. And that's when I know it's not me. Absolutely. I've had the same experience as well, where there's no way that it could be me because it's something that I wouldn't have thought of sometimes yeah. not even language that i would use you know to describe yeah. something <laughs> yeah. so and, I, and please and the on. details it becomes very detailed um the channeling either the energy because it depends again on your on your senses which one is the dominant if you're more of a sentient or or audient or so there is a level of precision there are the details, the feelings of that energy, the details of the visions. As you just said, you wouldn't be able to, to imagine and invent and create so many things into such little time. Uh, and that's when you know the channeling is, is clear. Yeah. Yes, yes. And speaking of clarity, you are bringing your gifts of aura readings to the retreat, which is going to be a divine experience and i look forward to also having my aura read by you my sister <laughs> let's share with the audience first of all let's start at the beginning what are auras for people who are wondering um it's a big it's a big subject the aura is actually what holds you together let's put it this way you feel that you're physical, you feel that you're solid matter, but it's actually only atoms uh, vibrating one next to the other. And in order to stick together, there are forces. There are forces that are applying and you have different dimensions that are coming into play. So you have the physical, you have the first dimension, second dimension, third, and so on. So when when you come to life, when, you, when you're born, there is almost like an energy egg that goes down onto earth that loads all your characteristics your personality your karmic baggage um it just comes down onto earth and then through uh, birthing or through your parents uh, manifesting your existence you you come into this world and um this energy egg is holding the matter together 
So the aura is uh, your energy field. Okay, it is. It is. Um, it's your programming. It, it holds the the basics of your creation uh, in this life and other worlds. Your connections with galactic families, with um, what you're meant to be working uh, on onto this earth, your life purpose. It, it's holding everything. Everything that you need to to tap into is held in your aura. So it comes from your physical reality, whether it's a disease or it's an emotion or it's an energy. And, you know, sometimes people are talking about negativity, positivity, everything is held within. So once you tap into the aura, and that's what's interesting is that depending on the healer and their abilities, you can access different things. So with me, maybe, you know, and, and it's not, by the way, it is, it's every reading is unique. I don't have a set pattern and I wouldn't do only karmic. I never choose. I allow myself to, to witness, you know, to open the channel. And then what comes through is always what I believe uh, is what the person needs in that specific moment. Um, so that's how I would define yeah, what the aura is, 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 is really, it's a shell. It's an energy shell that holds you together and that contains everything about you and everything about the universe. Oh, that's one of the most beautiful uh, descriptions that I think that I've heard about auras. Thank you so much for that. Did you always know that you could read auras? How did you receive this gift or guidance? Okay, um, no, not at all. I, I was always curious and interested in spirits since since I'm young. Um, I think I just scared myself at some point and I, and I backed out, backed off, but um, I was inspired. I think in my family, I, I always heard my aunts talking about past life regressions and tarot card reading and, you know, it, it was in the air um, and it resonated with me. I, when I heard that, I felt this seems, this seems true. I'm sure I've had past lives, but I couldn't tell how and why. Um, and I was 12 at that time, I'm 35 now. Um, and I just put it aside and gradually, so I lived in India for 13 years and I was, at first I was not spiritual. Um, even though I knew I was always guided, I did feel that I had my lucky star and I could feel, some intuition, some strong intuition and, and the ability to read through people's eyes. But it was not clear that this was a gift. It felt like a natural uh, physical ability that I had. And um, how it happened to me is that I went through hypnotherapy. Uh, I had a small infection in the palms of my hands and I was going to go and see a dermatologist, but a friend of mine said, no, go and see this healer. And it's like as if she pulled a thread, you know, from the palms of my hands and she pulled out all my emotional blocks or whatever it was, my mommy, daddy issues and so on. And within four sessions, my life changed radically. I started having visions. I started having predictive dreams. Um, and I was seeing some of it. I, I had, as I told you in India, I had never meditated. I was not doing yoga or nothing. Um, of the of the modern age but uh, i was there for business and uh through meditation i started visiting other lives when i was an oracle in egypt or i could see myself 
the way I would heal people in this life. And I thought I was creating it all, you know, that it was wishful thinking. And, but then I called this woman because I got excited. It was, it felt so fulfilling to me. So I called her and she said, you've opened your channel and start healing the world. The world needs love. So start. And that was the beginning of my journey uh, six years ago now, six and a half years ago. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. And so many of the women who are coming, Goddess Doris, actually I've been calling you Lightworker Doris, so that's what I will call you to your face because that's what I've been calling you behind your back. <laughs> no, no, it's great. And, I, and, and even that name, by the way, was I was given it to it by my, by my guides uh, at a time where I had no clue what it meant. You know, So that was another thing. I was almost even disappointed at that time. Uh, a light worker seemed very hippie, like you know, let's run naked in the yeah. in the fields. And I was thinking, am I? What does that mean? And it took me a year to understand and embrace it. And even now, it's making more and more sense every day to be a light worker. Oh, oh wow! Well, one of the wonderful things is that most of the women who are attracted to my retreats are our sisterhood, our tribe, our you know, they are all. Mm -hmm for the most part, fellow seekers and light workers, healers, uh, wow. coaches, givers, empaths. And so some of the women, if not all that you are working with, will mm -hmm. be hoping for an experience similar to the one that you had with your mentor where she was able to help you to open your channels. Do you mm -hmm. believe uh, that, and this will be our last question in this part of the series, do you believe that everyone can read auras? And if someone is watching this and they would like to begin, what do you recommend? Okay, um, I've received some information because we are all loaded with infinite gifts. Uh, but in each incarnation, you have, you will have a specific set of gifts. So, and that's the reason why everything is healing. That's why you have crystals, sacred geometry, aromatherapy, natural therapy, uh, yoga. Everything is healing. Um, I do believe that everyone, to one extent, can channel and can read auras. But I think some people may have it uh, more as their life purpose. For some others, in the same way, some people will be more uh, attuned to crystals or stones or or scents. Um, but yes, we are we are all loaded with. It's part. We are wired this way. Uh, energy is is our source, so we can we all sense energy, and it all means something. Um, so up to one extent, it can be clearer, or uh, for some people. Wonderful. And so because I agree that, you know, it's the same way that some people are clairaudient or clairsentient. You know, we all receive our gifts differently. And it's so magnificent, like how how boring it would be if we all had the same exact okay. gifts. And so how do you recommend that someone begin to to and to do materialize? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's practice. There's um so the way the way I do uh, um is I put my hands within the energy field of a person. So you clear your head. I, I think the biggest part is going judgment-free, not trying to anticipate what's coming, not trying to expect a, re a result, you know, that, oh, maybe the person will want to hear something specific, is, is go as blank as you can, as you can and, and request that anything that is meant for the highest and 
best of that person who needs to receive should be should be received and channeled and and it will come and it's practice you know you can one person can start on their on their own on themselves and then on others but for me it's practice the one last note i know it's the last question yeah. um, the for what was very very interesting is that i seeked for a teacher for that and you know there's the saying that when when you're ready or when it's the right timing the teacher will come uh, my teacher never came, and I—I I, I know I'm—I am a teacher by nature, but I—I I learned hypnotherapy. I learned sound healing, the aura reading, the light work that I'm doing. Um, nothing. It was pure practice, daily practice, as many times as possible, and uh, I learned how to read energies and within the bodies and and the layers and the colors um, on my own. So there's nothing best than practice beautiful and well said well said i'm looking forward to getting to continue this conversation in the next segment with you thank you so much lightworker doris thank you so much for you to ask all those questions and to give me the opportunity to share ah and please share your website let's do that in each segment even though they will come play with you at the goddess of paris retreat please share your website so the website is the-lightwork.com and on there you can find uh, testimonials, all the services, the, the, the workshops, uh, you will have all the information. That Wonderful. Yay. <laughs> and, and if you are if you were guided to this video, I believe firmly in my heart, soul and bones that it's for a reason. And if you're feeling guidance to come and play with us at the goddess of paris miracles and manifestation retreat i look forward to seeing you there do tune in to the other videos in this series where lightworker doris will be sharing with us her gifts of we'll be talking about hypnotherapy which i'm excited to talk about because it's something that i'm studying as well we will be also talking about sound healing which uh, those of you who are familiar with me and my work is something that you know that is dear to my heart as well you can learn more about the goddess of paris miracles and manifesting law of attraction retreat at goddessofparis.com goddessofparis.com bye bye, -bye.